Football fans, welcome to the Football v. Football podcast. This is the NFL <laughs> Conference Championship Pick'em Show. We got Omar Yusuf on the call. How's it going, bro? Doing good, man. Hanging in there, just trying to get over my depression. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it's it's good to have you on. I know after the um, uh, the uh, the last round, it was it was kind of fresh, but um, you know, I'm glad that uh, we're here now. The conference championship game. On to new things. I know there is an NFC East uh, team in this uh, in this round here, but uh, I mean we'll we'll see what goes down. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, and yeah, as we we're talking about right before the pod, on this one we're going to introduce a, a new segment where we uh, ask Chat GBT uh, uh, a question about uh, each game or a couple questions about each game. Just to see, uh, you know, the the AI response to this, it seems to be something that everyone is kind of talking about. So, uh, looking forward to, to introducing that segment. Uh, and uh, yeah, I want to remind everyone, whoever is watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, like, comment, share. If you're listening on a podcast platform, uh, subscribe and give a rating. But we'll go ahead and we'll jump right into uh, the game that's actually about to start here: the uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are, this line was two and a half uh, about a few hours ago, and then I just checked it, and now the Eagles are three-point favorites. So, Omar Yusuf, we'll start with you here. What do you think about this one? That's interesting. I, I don't think the last time I remember the line increasing, mm-hmm. uh, at least like this deep into the season. Right. Um, so... Okay, so I, I will say it uh, very reluctantly. I, I think these are probably the two best teams in the conference. They earned it, mm-hmm. right? I've, I've been saying it all year that the Eagles, top to bottom, have one of the best rosters in the league. And, uh, you know, both sides of the, the trenches, right, offensive, defensive, their lines are very stout. Their skill positions are very good. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's... It's not necessarily a surprise to me that they're here. And the 49ers, like, you and I have been, I mean, I don't know if we, if, if you want to say rave, but we, we have been very high on them mm-hmm. all year. And it is not a surprise to me that they are here at all. Um, so I think it, it's a very fitting kind of uh, matchup that we have going on here. These are the two best teams. Uh, I think, you know, what's funny about this game is that if, if the seeding was inverted and if the 49ers are the, were the one team, I don't think that this game would be as close as I think it'll be today. Mm. I think that, I think that the Eagles getting the one seed kind of even things out a little bit, I, you know, gave them a better chance to win this game because to be honest, I just think the Niners are the best team in the NFC. I just, the way that they play, I think they definitely have the coaching advantage here. Um, you know, I'm not, I, I don't know how high I am on Sirianni. I know he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, cocky all of a sudden, man. This guy has never been cocky. All of a sudden, he's getting so cocky. Yeah, you know, he's he, he's such a front runner. Like, when, <laughs> when he beat Cooper Rush, he was, like, all ecstatic. All week, he was saying, like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. And then he beats Cooper Rush, and it's like, oh. <laughs> and then, you know, he beats the Colts, and he's talking smack to the fans. It's like, dude, come on. Like, I know. you know what I mean? Like, come on. Um, but like even separate and apart from that, you know, Kyle Shanahan to me 
uh, is one of the top five coaches in the league, I'd say. Mm. Uh, his game management is probably a little iffy at times, but I think, you know, he makes up for it with play design, play calling. And, like, it's just amazing to me how he just keeps winning. Like, they have so many injuries. And it's been, like, two years now where they have been, you know, they've, they've, they've had, uh, they've been so injury riddled. And you just keep, like, it's like a machine that just keeps churning. It just keeps going. And he, he's so good at finding roles for his players. Dare I say, that's what made Belichick great, right? He takes guys and uses them in unique ways, right? Like, Belichick put Troy Brown at cornerback, remember? And, mm-hmm. and as returner, and he was good at it. Yep. Shanahan will take Debo and put him at running back, and he's good at it. Yep. And I, and you know, he he also last year, you know, if you remember, he put Trent Williams like he had him running motions, and then like put him out in space, and you know, lead blocking, like yep. really creative, yep. really creative. And I think that that puts him, you know, in that top five uh, coaching tree or top five list of coaches, and. You know, not to mention, you know, just the talent that they have and the physicality that they bring. You know, the interesting matchup to me. Sorry, you can cut me off. I'm, I'm kind of rambling right now. I know. Go as long as you want. Um, the quarterback matchup is kind of interesting to me here, and the reason I say that is because, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to take anything away from Jalen Hurts and what he's done this year. I think he's been great. Um, you know, he definitely deserves to be in that MVP conversation, definitely deserves that second All-Pro. But like I've been saying all year, it has to do, in my opinion, with how they're using him and they're structuring the offense to his, his strengths, which is smart. I'm not taking anything away from that. But I just wonder, and I'm going to continue to wonder, you force him to throw like down the field consistently. Can he do that? I don't know. You know, like I've been saying, I don't know. And... On the flip side, Purdy has been very solid. I know his numbers say the numbers he's been putting up are like elite numbers. I know mm-hmm. that. But if you dig a little deeper, his competition hasn't been great. Uh, he's not necessarily throwing the ball down the field consistently. He's not having to make you know tight window throws and all of that. But like, it's okay because he doesn't have to. Right, he has like elite weapons, and he just has to get them the ball. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm either defense here, I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to kind of you know force one of the, the other quarterback to play to their weakness. Like I'm I'm either forcing Purdy to win this game, or on the flip side, I'm forcing Jalen, I'm forcing Hurts to throw the ball mm. consistent. I'm I am selling out to take away the run if I'm San Francisco. And it's just like, you got to beat me throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of how I see it stacking up with these two with these two teams. It's, it's going to be really interesting because I think both teams are pretty physical. And, uh, yeah, it should hopefully be a good game. You know, you mentioned the, uh, the line here moving so late. And that's the first thing I noticed about this one. Because this was two and a half uh, for the Eagles up until a few hours ago. 
And of course, you know, the NFL or I guess Vegas gives uh, three points to the home team usually just because they're the home team. So if you get less than three points, that's usually an acknowledgement that the away team is the better team. So I would agree with you there. I think this is a um, implicit admission that the, the Niners are the better team. Um, just another macro point here. You know, the Niners have won five Super Bowl titles here. They're chasing their sixth. It's been almost 30 years since they won their last Super Bowl, 1994. Uh, they've been chasing it for a while. They've been talking about chasing it for a while. Uh, you know, I just saw that Elijah Mitchell is out of this game with, an, uh, with a groin injury. So um, I think that's maybe why the line moved a little bit. But to be honest with you, when I see Jordan Mason run, who is their third string running back, I think right. he's probably just as good as Elijah Mitchell, maybe even better because the way Jordan Mitchell has these jump cuts is like maybe nobody I've ever seen. He's also an, uh, another rookie uh, running back. Um, so I don't think that's going to make much of a difference, honestly. Uh, the the Eagles, a great team, obviously, as you mentioned, many weapons on offense. Uh, they've had a great season, although they slipped up at the, at the end of the regular season there. And I, I did not forget that. I mean, the, the Niners adversity came at the beginning of the season and, you know, they're now on a 10 game win streak and they seem to be, you know, a locomotive at this point. Uh, of course, Eagles, they kind of cleared up any, any doubt last week when they beat the Giants 38 to seven. I got to give them full credit for that because they, they looked like they were stumbling, but they got it done. Um, and then the quarterbacks that you mentioned, Purdy. I mean, the fact that this guy, even though he gives the other team a chance every week, it, it doesn't seem to get uh, picked off for whatever reason that is, you know. And uh, until I see it, um, I'm not going to uh, to say that he's going to turn the ball over because every every week it's like two touchdowns, zero interceptions, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, or even last week, zero touchdowns but zero interceptions. Um, and then Jalen Hurts, as you mentioned, usually is a guy that um, doesn't throw the ball very far. I mean, he, I, I don't think that he's typically known for the deep pass. He, he'll get it to Goddard. He'll get it to, to Devontae. Sometimes he'll throw a deep ball to, to Brown. But typically, I think he's a guy that's um, a runner that can throw. He has a, a pretty good balance, but he's not an exceptional thrower. Um, so with all that being said, I think... When I look at both teams, I think the Niners are overall the more complete team uh, on, on offense and on defense, but specifically on defense. So I'm going to go with the Niners here in a in a really close game. I'm going to give it to them 18-17 to 17 in a close one. So, Yeah, I, um, uh, I, I, I think that's totally fair. I To be honest, what... I really wanted to pick the Niners in a blowout. Like I, I mm. really hope that that's what happens here. And yeah. I like, listen, man. I know you hate the Four Niners. I do. And the last two years have reminded me how much I hate them as well. Yeah. I think I think I think nostalgia kind of like blinded that for me. Mm. And I rediscovered how much I hate them in the last two years. Uh, but. <laughs> Eagles making the Super Bowl would be a nightmare, like just an absolute nightmare, bro. Like, please, Allah, like God, please do not let this happen. Like, I, yeah. like I would cry. Um, so, you know, I, I think out of respect for the Eagles and like how good of a team they are, and the fact that they are playing at home, you know, I agree it's going to be a close game. Um, I would imagine it'd be lowering, lower scoring. 
So I'm going to say 24 to 20, San Francisco wins this game. All right. Um, I just, I disagree with what you're saying about the roster and them being a more complete team. The coaching, the coaching uh, discrepancy might be a key in this game as well. So yes, uh, definitely something I'll keep an eye out. Good point. Yeah, Shanahan's been there. Sirianni, he's still like a fresh guy. That's very, yeah. Yeah, and one one key point I was kind of talking about with my friends today, the Niners should have been in the Super Bowl last year, in my opinion. Mm. I thought they were the best team, better team last year. And yeah. if, I forgot, was it Webb? I don't remember. But whoever dropped that pick last year, you know, if he doesn't drop that interception, they win that game. Yes. And I think a lot of people forget that. So, yeah. Uh, they have unfinished business, I think, or at least maybe that's how they feel. Good point. Good point. A good reminder that the Rams did indeed buy last year's Super Bowl, uh, and with a lot of help from the, the the NFL, that's a good reminder. But we will now move to the new segment. I don't know how how this is going to work. Um, trying it out for the first time, the Chat GBT AI integration here. I'm going to start with one question, and if you have a question, you can you can ask this after. Um, so my experience with Chat GBT is that. It doesn't necessarily predict the future. That's what, what, what it will tell us if we say, like, who will win this game. So I won't quite ask that. But the question I will ask here as I, as I write it in is about the absence of Elijah Mitchell. So I'm going to say, how will the absence of Elijah Mitchell affect the 49ers in the NFC Championship game and i have chat gbt i know you can't see it but it's in another screen here and i'm going to uh move this to uh to a uh the google translate so it can it, it can speak so people on podcast can can hear it so all right all right i'm moving it here and this is what chat gbt says about that question the absence of running back Elijah Mitchell will likely have a negative impact on the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Mitchell was a key player in their running game, and his absence could affect their offensive balance and production. The team will have to make adjustments to compensate for his loss and find ways to maintain their ground attack. Okay, so so I guess like a, a, a general kind of... Um... That's pretty cool. Answer there, right? Like, yeah, I, they'll definitely have to compensate for it. They do have Jordan Jordan Mason, who I think would compensate for it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you have any other question that, that you, you would want to ask? Uh, we can get one in here, and then we can move on to the uh, to the other game. Yeah. Um, how would the physicality of the 49ers defense impact – Jalen Hurts running since he's coming off an injury, that shoulder injury. All right, put that question in. It is generating an answer. This is a little bit longer than the other one. Okay, we got it. All right. Here is answer to that question all right here we go 
The physicality of the San Francisco 49ers defense could impact Jalen Hurts' running, especially if he is coming off an injury. The 49ers have a strong and physical defense, and facing them could put extra strain on Hurts' injury and potentially make it worse. Hurts may have to adjust his running style or be limited in his mobility to avoid further injury. The team will have to weigh the risk and potential impact on Hertz's health versus the need for him to run in order to be effective on offense. Okay, so maybe they're saying that uh, Jalen Hurts should be running a little bit less in this game. That's uh... I don't think that happened at I think at this point you just go all out and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. All right, so I think we have like a cool bit. I think that was uh, that was kind of cool. We'll do that for the next game here too as well. So uh, we'll move on to the uh, the AFC Championship game, uh, Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are two-point two favorites here. Actually, yesterday it was one-and-a-half point. Now it's two-point favorites. So both of these lines moved in favor of the, the home team. But again, I'm going to say it again. The home team is usually given three points. So the fact that they're given two points or only one-and-a-half point yesterday – again, is an acknowledgement that I think that the Bengals are probably as good or slightly better. Um, so that that's what Vegas is saying, in, in, according to my understanding of uh, of the uh, the lines here. So what do you think is going to go down in this one? So this one's actually an interesting matchup, I think. Um, I think... I think the Bengals have kind of snuck up a little bit in terms of talent, like offensive talent with without a lot of people realizing it. Because um, if you look at the two teams, right, like, I think the Bengals receive, receiving core, for example, which is what everybody's looking at, right? They're looking at the offenses here. If you look at the Bengals receiving core, I think it's better than the Chiefs receiving core, to be honest. Like, if we, mm-hmm. if we don't include Kelsey, if we take Travis Kelsey out, we're just looking strictly at the receivers. Chiefs don't have, like, you know, those great receivers. Um and I think they are another team that's very worthy. I've been saying that all year, too. Um, I think they they got hot as the season went on. They started getting better and better. Um, I think, you know, Burrow has really overcome the lack of a good offensive line. You know, I think he's done, like, an exceptional job at, at kind of making the most of what he has. And... You know, I the fact that they went into Buffalo, I I didn't think I didn't expect them to win that game. I was hoping that they would, but I didn't expect them to. The fact that they went into Buffalo in the snow, with you know knowing the history of what happened like a month ago, and they went in and they won that game, won it pretty decisively. It mm-hmm. wasn't like you know they squeaked by. I think that might bode pretty well for their confidence heading into this game. Uh, and not to mention the fact that Burrow is 3-0 and against Mahomes. Um, and, That's right. You know, I, I think what's getting lost, I, and I keep saying, I've been saying all, like, he is the second-best quarterback in the league, and I think if he, you know, if he can keep doing what he's doing, you know, he can match Mahomes in these head-to-head competitions because he... I think I saw somewhere somebody said this. I don't know who it is. Uh, I just want to make sure I get proper credit to whoever said this. Mahomes is probably the better talent, but Burrow is better at playing quarterback, mm. right? Like if if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna put out teaching tape and if you're gonna coach kids like how to play quarterback, 
I would never show them Patrick Mahomes because he's going to do <laughs> things that you know most people can't do. Good and point. You're going to pull your hair out and do all because he's just like all this like off the wall stuff. But Burrow is fundamentally sound. He's going to make the right play. He's going to make the right reads. Yeah, maybe he holds on to the ball a little too long. Takes too many sacks. But um, you know the way that he operates that offense, I think you know has elevated this team and you know has them playing above the level of, for example, that offensive line. And it's crazy to me that they're they're playing so well, notwithstanding how bad the offensive line is. Um, so I think the quarterback matchup here, as opposed to like the NFC, is one that will kind of be the deciding factor in this or could be the deciding factor in this game. I think because these are these are like elite quarterbacks now who are going at it. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's gonna be really interesting to see how this how this kind of goes. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned you know the teams coming into this. The um the Kansas City Chiefs uh, played the the Jaguars and kind of struggled with them a little bit, right? I mean Jaguars I will say they are kind of an, an up and coming team, but to struggle with that kind of team, win by only a touchdown as opposed to the Bengals who go into Buffalo in a year that they feel like the the Bills are destined to win in the snow, in the elements that the Buffalo Bills know how to play in better than anybody else and handily with beat that team 27 to 10. It tells me that the Bengals and the Chiefs are coming from different places here. The, the, the Bengals have absolutely more momentum than the Chiefs do coming in from a, uh, a close game as opposed to a, a blowout, a very impressive win by the Bengals. The Mahomes injury uh, from last week looked uh, pretty bad, actually, like uh, from what I saw. And he was limping around the you know entire game and tried to come back later and they said it's a high ankle sprain, which is usually a, a multi-week injury. Like I don't, I don't know how he's coming back from this so soon. Rushing him back within a week, he said, "Oh, I have an extra day because we play on Saturday." Well, no, it doesn't matter. An extra day, as opposed to like several weeks, that's not really that's not anything. And maybe this actually does limit his mobility and his ability to run, which is a part of his game. Um, I actually think. And I can see, unfortunately, uh, Mahomes being knocked out of this uh, this game in the in the first half, and Chad Henney coming in again and maybe playing well for a little bit of a stretch like he did last time. But eventually, Bengals are a good defense. They ultimately make him look like a, a backup. You know, you touched on this before. <clears throat> the Cincinnati mayor uh, came out and was talking trash uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs about the uh, the Bengals here. They said. Of course, like you mentioned, Joe Burrow is three and zero against the Chiefs, um, which is which is impressive. But he went ahead and he called um, Arrowhead uh, Burrowhead. All right, so he he renamed that stadium. And and uh, so one thing he did that really surprised me. He went this far. He said he asked for a paternity test to see if Joe Burrow is Mahomes' father. Uh, and that's usually stuff you don't usually hear from anywhere other than the, the comment section in like social media. Uh, so I can't believe he went that far. <laughs> this it's an yeah, editor, it's, right? Hey, it's, it's Ohio, man. <laughs> it's Ohio. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point, man. Um, and you know what? The Bengals are going to have to back up all this talk. And, you know, until I heard that comment from the, um, from the, 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 the Cincinnati mayor, I thought that, you know, Bengals were going to come into this kind of as the underdog. They're playing away. But, like, with all this talk, it's going to make it tougher for them. But I do think that they have a great team and a great poised quarterback, like you mentioned, in Joe Burrow. 
And they have unfinished business from the Super Bowl last year. And so I think they're going to get back from the Super Bowl. They've never won one. They've never won a Super Bowl. They are the hungrier team here. And I think they're going to get back to the Super Bowl, and they're going to win this game 20-17. to 17. Yeah, man. I, um, I just, God, I just wish people would stop talking. It just puts, like, unnecessary pressure onto the team. Like, yeah. really, like, it just, like, I, I, I felt this way last week when people were talking, like, saying this, and the Mattress King was placing, like, a $3 million <laughs> bet. I'm like, just, like, dude, just stop, please. Mattress uh, Mac, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mattress Mac. That guy has sorry. so much money, man. Every time I see he's making, like, multi-million dollar bets, like, uh, can't relate to the common people. <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. But um, um, yeah. but yeah, that's a that's a good point about Mahomes' injury. I actually kind of forgot about that. Um, if you watch that, the replay of that injury, it looked really similar to the Tony Pollard injury. Exactly. The way that, and he broke his leg. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, I I it looked like a dirty play, but whatever. I'm not going to go into that. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, so even if it's like a high ankle sprain, I wonder how bad it is. You know, like you said, he won't be able to. Uh, he won't be able to run. I don't think he'll be able to scramble. At least not like he's he wants to. Um, and can he even plant? Right? Can he even plant on that leg? Like it's. I remember when we played in 2014 when we played the Packers. This is the Des Cotta game. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers had like a calf strain or something. And I remember his linemen, like, had to carry him, like, to and from the huddle. Like, he would complete a pass, and, like, he would, like, hobble to the, to the line, or you know, his linemen would carry him. Like, I remember this. Yeah. And he was fine, but I think, like, playing with the calf strain is different than playing with a high ankle sprain where you can't, like, plant on your foot, you know? It just seems like it's, like, uh, anatomically different, so... Yeah, that's a big, big X factor in this game. Um, you know, I, I think I'm going to agree with you, though, on the overall prediction. I think, you know, I'm going to take Cincinnati here to win, like, a, a close game. Uh, and, yeah, I think this game will be probably closer than the, the Niners-Eagles game, I'm assuming. Mm. Uh, you know, since you picked 20-17, to 17, I'll just go, like, I don't know, 28 27 or no i'll say 30 to 27 30 to 27 um i don't think that there's like great defenses here so i'll say 30 to 27 um and we get a rematch between the Bengals and the 49ers what was it super bowl 20 i think yes that's right um which uh hopefully we get that would that would actually be i think uh a better the best possible matchup here Absolutely. And a Bengals win in that. Well, okay, I won't say that now, but I would want a Bengals win in that scenario, obviously. I'm not going to hide that. I'm an NSC West guy. I would want the Bengals to win, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we would all want that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I think. I think you know, that's, I think that's where, where, where I'm going to go here. I think, I think Burrow kind of continues to carry this team uh, and kind of push them over the top. And if I remember, that game was a blowout by the, the Niners, right, when they played in that Super Bowl? I think they played them twice, didn't they? One was a blowout, and one was like a last second closer uh, pass to uh, to Taylor. I, I'd have to look it up, right. but I know they definitely beat them. The, I mean, I know the, obviously the Niners won. I don't. I don't remember which one it was though. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
Cool. All right. Well, let, let's bring back in uh, Chatty G over here. Uh, I have uh, I have my first question going in, and I'm going to go ahead and, and, and type it in here. It's related to the uh, Bengals in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to ask, are the Cincinnati Bengals good enough to win a Super Bowl? Just a general question here. Let's see what Chatty G has to say. <laughs> Right, it's taken a while to answer here. Maybe it's a more difficult question. All right, now it's getting started. Huh. Okay, this is kind of an interesting answer that I'm seeing here. It's kind of a flaw within ChatGBT, but maybe we'll get something. All right, we're getting another paragraph. All right, okay, got the answer here. And we'll take it, this into a, account next time we ask a, a question. But um, all right, here's the answer to that question. As of my knowledge cutoff in 2021, it is difficult to say whether the Cincinnati Bengals are good enough to win a Super Bowl. Many factors, such as team performance, player health, and strength of competition can impact a team's chances of winning a championship. The Bengals have shown promise in recent seasons, but they still have areas to improve in order to consistently compete with the league's top teams. Ultimately, a team's ability to win a Super Bowl depends on many variables and can be unpredictable. Okay, so a very PC answer by, by, by Chatty G there. Um... It's not updated since 2021, so whoever's working on ChatGBT, um, update it from uh, 2021 so we can get some um, some better answers here. But, you know, it said it, it can't compete with top teams. I think the Bengals are a top team at this point. I think they've elevated themselves to a top team. So I would say that they absolutely can compete. Uh, OY, do you have any question that you would want to ask here? Can you think of anything? Yeah. Um, how will... Patrick Mahomes' injury affect this game? Alright, how will Patrick Mahomes' injury affect the AFC Championship game? Alright, we're getting an answer here. Alright, we got the answer. Plug it in. Alright, here it is. Patrick Mahomes' injury could significantly impact the AFC Championship game. Mahomes is a key player for the Kansas City Chiefs and his absence or limited mobility could affect the team's offensive production and game plan. The Chiefs may have to make adjustments to compensate for his loss and find alternative ways to score points. The opposing team may also change their defensive strategy to take advantage of Mahomes' injury. The impact of Mahomes' injury on the game will depend on the severity and extent of the injury, as well as the ability of the Chiefs to adapt and overcome the loss of their star player. The loss of their star player. So maybe maybe they're saying that they think he's going to get knocked out of the team as uh, knocked out of the game as well. 
All right. So we have some general answers here by ChatGBT. I wish it, you know, I want it to be a little more controversial than this. It's giving kind of surface level answers, but, uh, you know, everyone's kind of talking about ChatGBT. So I wanted to integrate it into this. And um, I thought there were some nuggets of, of kind of interesting stuff that uh, that came up here. Um, yeah, but I guess we'll see. So the first game just started. Are you, are you watching this, the, the first game, the, the Niners? Yeah, Niners? I just saw. I saw Brock Purdy fumble, and now like they just punted the ball. Away, so no did, points. That's good. Okay. Did he turn it over? Yeah, they reviewed it. It was like one of those. Uh, it was like a tuck rule thing, but they said it's a fumble. Okay, so the Eagles recovered. The Eagles recovered. They already went three and out after the. Oh, okay, okay. So, so we did. So we do have a Brock, uh, Brock Purdy turnover. So you don't we see do. that often. We do. Okay, so we'll see. Maybe this will be a different game, but. Um, so we'll go ahead and, and, and close out this uh, this podcast here, so people can get to uh, to, to watching these uh, these games here. Yeah, real, real, go real ahead. quick point yes. of point of clarification before yeah. the old heads come after me. Okay. Um, so it was Super Bowl twenty three when the 49ers beat the Bengals in the closing seconds of the game, twenty to sixteen. Twenty to yeah, twenty to sixteen. Okay. Uh, that I think that's the game. You know, the famous game where like. Joe Montana put it up into the stands. I was like, oh, is that John Candy up in the stands? Oh, That's yeah, yeah. yeah. The next year is when they blew out the Broncos 55-10. to 10. Oh, okay. They blew out the Broncos. Got it, got it, got yeah. it. Wow. That's good. That was, I think, was that John Elway? Yeah, it must have been John Elway. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Cool. Well, we'll see if that happens uh, this year. Okay, so it was a close game against the Bengals. So we'll see if we get a, a rematch of that uh, coming out of the conference championship weekend. But that'll bring this podcast to a close. I want to thank Omar Yusuf for jumping on. This has been the Football v. Football Podcast Conference Championship Pick'em Show. I want to remind you guys, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead, give a like, subscribe, comment, share, hit the notification bell. We are also on uh, Instagram. Follow us there. Follow us on Twitter. And whatever podcast platform you're listening on, subscribe, follow us on there, and leave a good review. Omar Yusuf, thank you so much for jumping on, bro. Of course. Have a fantastic day, football fans.